Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. This is not good. And you had no idea where you were? Not at all. Presumably there was another exit out of sight of the windmill. I, I seem to remember coming too, briefly, and I think I was on a boat, but I don't know how much time had passed, and then I passed out again. And in the meantime, they blew up the windmill, so everyone would think you were dead. Yeah, although I did hold out some hope that people would see through that and be on the hunt for me. Well, of course. We never leave a man, a person, behind, Clara. You know that. Who is Aldrich Kemp? By Julian Simpson. Chapter 4 The Spirit of the Age Good evening, Miss Kemp. We haven't seen you at Blades for a while. Hello, McGarry. I'm hoping Sir Christopher is here somewhere. Indeed. He is at the Chemin de Fer table, I believe. Oh, is he losing very badly? Well, I'm sure I couldn't say, madam. (laughs) Would you let him know I need to speak with him? Somewhere quiet? Certainly. The Iceni suite is available? Mm -hmm. That'll be fine. Have the kitchen send up a cold supper for two and a bottle of Potoczki. Nikisha! Darling! Too long. (laughs) Evening, Sir Christopher. I hope I didn't drag you away from a winning streak. Oh, I wouldn't know whenever I saw one. (laughs) Drink? I won't, if you don't mind. Doctor's orders, but uh, please, do go on without me. Don't mind if I do. Ah, suckers here. Are you trying to woo me with cold cut? I need your help. Oh, of course. Whatever I can do. A friend of ours got into a spot of bother in Amsterdam. I'm trying to track her down. What sort of bother? She bumped up against an organisation called the Black Windmill. Hmm. Don't know it, don't think. Hmm. We've been looking into their finances. They cover their tracks rather well, but there seems to be some activity centred around channing investments. Well, that's troubling, but uh, being on the board of a company doesn't mean that... Oh, of course it doesn't. But your own personal investments mirror the Black Windmill activity. Ah, oh, uh... Sebastian has been digging into it. And you know what he's like. No stone unturned. Black Windmill has been making a fortune shorting tech stock and you've been piggybacking the trades. <sighs> I appreciate that's not strictly Where is ethic. Conrad Spaker? I'm not enjoying the sudden change in tone, Miss Kemp. I can think of some things you'd enjoy less. Sir Christopher. Cards on the table, then. I'm afraid the Themis group is over. (laughs) Whether you or your brother realise it or not, the Empire is already crumbling. The smart money has moved on. We've been underestimated before. Mm, Perhaps, but I'm afraid this time... Conrad Spaker is simply better at this than you are. (sighs) 
We're old friends, Sir Christopher. I wouldn't like... I wouldn't like this to have to... to get... wrath. <sighs> the effect is quite sudden, I understand. It's the vodka. I had McGarry put a little something in it before he sent the bottle up. No, I... I can't. You won't. And for the record, we were business acquaintances, Miss Kemp. I have never been friends with the likes of you. Monsieur Harcourt? Monsieur Harcourt! Monsieur Harcourt! Hello? Uh, they sent me from the hotel, monsieur. Uh, you're looking for uh, Monsieur Benberek? I am, yes. Uh, this way, please, monsieur. This way. Uh, in here. Monsieur Bemberek is inside. All right. Hakeem! You're a difficult man to track down. Why are you skulking around in a... <laughs> ha! You're not Hakeem. I'm sorry, I think the concierge of the hotel... You are looking for Clara Page, monsieur? Um, let me take it to her. (laughs) Yes, I've just come from tea with the Colonel Aldrich. Well, no, he wasn't very much help because it turns out he's completely delally. I don't know. Came on over the past few months, apparently. Well, I think it's these places, isn't it? One minute you're leading coups against despotic African regimes. The next, your grandchildren will put you in a home in bloody Eastbourne. I mean, what's he got to occupy his mind here? Hmm? Gin, rummy and weekly bingo games? The man killed John Paul I, and now he's sitting on chins, drooling into his PG tips. Any word from the others? Time for your medication. We will find her, Aldrich. It's just a matter of time. Excuse me, madam. Hold on a minute. Yes? Time for your medication. No, I'm not... Aldrich, I'll, I'll call you back. I am not a patient here, or a resident, or whatever you call it. Nonetheless... It is time for your medication, Aunt Lily. How do you know my... Dead. I met him once, in Zagreb. We played backgammon. Do you play? 
Backgammon. Very well, come down here. We can have a game. You have the information that I require, Miss Page. Ask away. You're hoping to play for time, but time is of no use to you. No one is coming to find you. Well, you would say that, wouldn't you? A man named David Hazlitt conducted some experiments into infrasound during the 1980s. I wasn't born for most of those. True. And surprisingly relevant, Dr. Hazlitt disappeared in 1989, and his research vanished with him. That's probably a good thing. Not for me, I'm afraid. Nor for your American friend who is looking for pleasant green. I don't know anything about that, so I can't really help you. Dr. Hazlitt's research was being conducted under the auspices of Lilith Tregowin. Uh, I don't, I don't know who that You know her as Aunt Lily. Mr. Aldrich Kemp's guardian. Lilith Tregowin went on to be a founding member of the Demis Group. If you say so. But before that, before she was working with Dr. Hazlitt, dear Aunt Lily created something called the Kaleidoscope Machine. Did she really? The kaleidoscope machine is a tool for the creation of a neurological archive. The subject's memories, personality, all that they are, can be gathered up and compressed down into something like a digital file. That file can be stored in an area of the subject's brain that is usually inaccessible. Are you following me? I think so. Good. So then the subject is an empty shell into which a new personality, new memories can be poured. And so thus, we have two people occupying the same plane. A man walking around with no idea that he used to be a different man. You actually believe this is possible? Indeed I do. And soon, so will you. Your government uses this technology under license from Lilith Tregowin herself. Although that association is obviously disguised by a complex web of financial and bureaucratic instruments. If you say so, I, I still don't know what any of this has to do with me. Ah, there is the rub. Because in order for the neurological archive to be reopened, one must trigger the access code. I believe that Dr. Hazlitt, the man we thought of as Dr. Hazlitt, is now trapped inside the mind of another. In order to retrieve him and his research into infrasound, I need that code. <laughs> you think I have it? I know you do. Even if you do not know it. Oh, okay, okay. Can I ask you how you feel about the coronavirus? Is it a hoax? Is it caused by 5G? Did Donald Trump really win the last election? Are there pedophiles operating for a pizza restaurant? Oh! that such things are real. What Dr. Hazlitt achieved with his technology could alter the fabric of reality itself. And whether you believe it or not, and I assure you that your credulity is irrelevant to me, you have within you the means to unlock the Hazlitt personality from its prison and thus to give me access to what I need for my work. What is your work? And again, you're playing for time from which you can receive no benefit. Do you understand that no one is coming for you? In fact, one by one, your rescuers are walking into the traps that I have set for them. You listen to me. You can keep me here from now until doomsday, but there is no way that I can... Oh, 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 oh.
are really starting to piss me off. Where is Conrad Speicher? Oh, you think so? Should we go and dig up his grave and see what's there? I don't believe you. Last chance! Supposed to be the cavalry! Scheiße. Oh my days. Oh. oh, am I wearing clothes? No one's changed my pants, have they? How are you feeling? Um, what did he do to you? Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Uncle Dave? Good morning. Welcome to Shakespeare and Company. Can I help you? I understand you have a copy of The Garden of Forking Paths by Tsui Pen. <clears throat> Alison, could you take over for a moment? This way, sir. I believe... Garden of Forking Paths is right here, sir. Thank you so much. I've been looking for that for quite some time. This is all very cosy. Sorry, Lead the way. You seem like very fine henchmen. The matching outfits are a nice touch. Tray chic. I can never get my people to agree on a colour. You know, I mean, black is classic, obviously. Mrs. Boone considers it funereal. I would not irritate them in your shoes, Aldrich. Well, I don't believe in irritating anyone whilst barefoot. How are you, Margot? I love what you've done with the place. I've always wanted a secret subterranean lair, but they so rarely come up on right move. What do you want? I'm looking for Conrad Spaker. Conrad Spaker is dead. Yes, turns out not. Which I imagine is an inconvenience for everybody, not least your brother. I have not heard from Guillaume in years. Well, you're unlikely to now. His body washed up on the shore of Lake Tanganyika a few days ago. My condolences. Poor Guillaume's last words were, Colat Siaco. Does that mean anything to you? It's a mountain. Mm. Everyone's really good at geography suddenly, aren't they? Your brother was killed by Conrad Spaker. He was investigating Spaker's experiments with infrasound. Why are you telling me this? Well, people like to know these things generally, don't they? Also, I thought you might be more likely to tell me where Spaker is if you knew he'd recently murdered a close family member. I will deal with Spaker. No. I have dibs, I'm afraid. Unfinished business. In any way, Margot, you're working for Spaker. If you believed that, you wouldn't be here. But that's exactly why I'm here. 
I need to know where he is. You know there is a price on your head, Audrey. I would imagine so. I hope it's a good amount. More than you were given for selling out your own brother. Your time is over, Aldrich. The Themis group is no more. Oh, that's a shame. Well, if you could let me know where Conrad Baker is and where he might have taken my friend Clara, I can go away and pack up my things. It was foolish to come here alone. Yes, it certainly would have been. Clara, all clear! I don't think you've met the Underwood sisters, have you? Catherine, Jane... This is Margot Benoit. Hello! Oh, he's a persistent little bugger. That's better. Hello, I'm Jane. Killing me won't make any difference. Probably not. But I'm going to do it anyway. Before that, though, Catherine and Jane are going to torture you for the location of Clara Page. I tell you nothing. This is always how it starts, isn't it? They're all Billy Big Bollocks, aren't they? Until they're not. Until they're Billy No Bollocks. That's when they get chatty. Obviously not in this case. No, bollocks or no bollocks, we're perfectly intersectional. We just cut things off until the screaming stops. Aldrich! Sorry, Margot. What are you doing here? I've no idea. I went to bed the other night, a couple of hours after we closed up the chip shop. Walk up here. How's your mum? She... She's fine. Dave, you're not finding all this a bit strange? I suppose. I haven't decided that I'm definitely not dreaming, yeah? You're not dreaming. All right, yeah, yeah. Well, that's worse. Where are we? I was hoping you knew. Somewhere abroad, I reckon. Okay, that's a start. What makes you think that? What's the walls, innit? I watched one of them history documentaries on the telly about how they built castles in England, and it well, weren't like this. Stones put together different. Is that right? I don't know, really, but it's, it's, it's ringing a bell. Why are you here? No idea, love. It's all very strange. Have you ever heard of Dr. Hazlitt? Oh, I've not seen a doctor in years. Hmm. This might seem like a weird question, but before you ran the fish and chip shop in Penzance, what were you doing? What do you mean? Well, it... Exactly that. What were you doing before you ran a fish and chip shop? Oh, let's see. Uh, it's been a while. Well, uh, yeah, I'm sure it has, but you weren't born running a chippy, were you? So... No, no, of course not. So let's start with school. What about it? Where did you go to school, Dave? Oh, just, you know, local... Well, what was it called? Oh, it was a while back enough when you get at my age. OK, first, first job out of school. Oh, well, um... Best best friend from childhood? Uh, uh, First pet? It's, it's all a bit foggy. What do you know about infrasound? Infra what? Okay, never mind. Let's just... Let's just concentrate on how we're going to get out of here. There is no escape from here, Miss Page. Oh, well, you would say that, wouldn't you? There is a word or phrase that triggers the kaleidoscope archive in Dr. Hazlitt's head. Who's this and Dr. you need to figure out what it is. Not going to happen. Then allow me to provide a little motivation. Oh. Oh. 
Oh, you're going to drown us? You have approximately one hour until that room is entirely submerged. I suggest you get to work, Miss Page. Charming. Charming. <coughs> That's seawater. No, we're at great intel, Dave. If a couple of cods swim up the pipe, maybe you can make us a nice last supper. Sorry. I'm actually not great. Under stress. What's happening here? Well, the immediate problem would seem to no, be... No, I mean, what's up this kaleidoscope bit with Dr. Hasley? What's that all about? There's a gap in your memory. Big gap, isn't there? Between when you were born and when you took over the fish and chip shop. I suppose. I... My brain don't want to look backwards. It never has, really. I suppose I'm used to it. I'm used to just nodding along when people talk about school or whatever. OK, well, there's nothing good back there, Dave. And you starting to remember anything at all might just make things worse. That's what that man wants. Exactly. We forget this out. No, no, you? it doesn't. That man is a psychotic... Fascist. He wants something that might be in your head, but as soon as he has it, he'll have no use for either of us. But then we've gone to drown. Two people drowning in a dungeon might be a much better outcome to all of this than what happens if Conrad Spaker gets his hands on the real you. I don't feel like a good option. I don't think we'll come to that. This man has gone to a lot of trouble to get us here. If you're dead, the effort was all for nothing. So we just sit For the moment. We could use the opportunity to talk. What do you want to talk about? I would like to talk about my mother. Uh, well, that was unusually unpleasant. She was a bleeder with an unusually high pain threshold. Oh, well, Albania then. I'll have Mrs Boone swing by with the plane. What's in Albania? Tarvikosi. What's that? Uh, it's like a quiche made with lamb, eggs and yoghurt. Ooh, yummy. Mrs. Boone, it's... I'm afraid Mrs. Boone cannot come to the phone right now. Conrad, is that you? How's the head? I think soon you'll be laughing on the other side of your face, Mr. Kemp. Looking forward to it. Uh, could you put Mrs. Boone on? Bit of a rush on here. I've taken them all. Your sister, Mr. Harcourt, Mrs. Boone and dear Aunt Lily. Well, that seems excessive. Some sort of a ransom situation, is it? I'm prepared to let them all go unharmed in exchange for you. Hmm. No, I don't think so. Mr. Kemp. I'm sorry, I've got another call coming in. I need to take this. I will see you soon, comrade. Spot of bother. Have you kept your flying hours up, Catherine? Oh, rather. Circuits and bumps mostly, but all tickety-boo with the CAA. Good. Then we need to borrow a plane. You're flying us to Albania. I think I first met your mum back in the early 90s, when you were a nipper. you sure about that? Yeah, she came in with you. Cotton chips twice. <laughs> I remember thinking that was a lot for a little one. I've always loved fish and chips. Maybe it's genetic. Who's that? You and mum have been close for a long time. <sighs> yeah, she always pops in if she's around. And before that? Well, am I missing something here, Clara? Oh, what the hell? We could both be dead in a few minutes anyway. Dead? But <laughs> what do I know? I've never been chained up in a flooding dungeon before. Maybe I'm just hoping for the best. Anyway, Uncle Dave, I think you might be my dad. <coughs> what? You're what? 
Well, it makes sense. We have the same eyes. No, we don't. We do. <laughs> I think the world of you and your mum, but you really think a woman like Celine Page is going to... with a man who runs a fish and chip shop in Penzance? Stranger things have happened. Well, I can see why you'd think that, given our current circumstances. I love fish and chips. I don't think that's unusual enough to be an indication of paternity, love. Has your mum never told you who your dad was? He was a yacht captain. Oh, that is a cock and bull story. A yacht captain in Monaco? When was mum in Monaco? And she claims that the yacht was called the Spirit of the Age, which is, by pure coincidence, I'm sure, one of her favourite books. Oh, I've not read that one. Oh, you've not missed much. My mum thinks it's a guide to life. Her favourite quote was shoved down my throat every time I've got a dodgy school report. Mr Lamb succeeds not by conforming to the spirit of the age, but in opposition to it. He does not march boldly along with the crowd, but steals off the pavement to pick his way in the contrary direction. <coughs> it's about Charles Lamb, the writer. <coughs> the point is, the Monica story is a fiction. And I've always assumed her made-up yacht captain was a cover. Uh, was a cover. Are you okay? to you, young lady. What the hell am I wearing? Hazlitt. William Hazlitt wrote The Spirit of the Age. Why do I smell of vinegar? Very well done, Miss Page. Who's that? Conrad? Is that you? Welcome back, David. We'll help you out of there in just a moment. No, whatever he asks you to do, you mustn't. Thank you, Miss Page. I'll take it from here. Congratulations on finding the trigger. Doubtless, this must raise some questions about who your mother really is. You can ponder those for the few minutes it will take for the water to rise above your head. No, Baker, listen to me. You can't... Goodbye, Miss Page. In Chapter 4 of Who is Aldrich Kemp by Julian Simpson, Clara Page was Phoebe Fox. Mr. Bartholomew, Tim McInerney. Aldrich Kemp, Ferdinand Kingsley. Mrs. Boone, Nicola Walker. Sebastian Harcourt, Kyle Soller. Nikisha Kemp, Carla Crome. Aunt Lily, Susan Jameson. And Kennedy Fisher and the Underwood sisters, Jana Carpenter. Louise Brearley was Margot. And Stephen McIntosh, Conrad Spaker. Ben Crow played Uncle Dave, a.k.a. Hazlitt. And James Joyce, McGarry. Who is Aldrich Kemp? was recorded on location in Hove, London, and at the Royal Pavilion in Brighton. The music was composed by Tim Elsenberg. Sound design was by David Thomas. The director was Julian Simpson and the producer Sarah Tombley. The executive producer is Karen Rose, and it is a Sweet Talk production for the BBC. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.